Welcome to My Kind of Complicated, where we are done accepting the way things are just because they've always been done that way. You can be complicated, but your life doesn't have to be. Let's go. Hello, you beautiful human you. I'm so glad that we get to spend some time together today discussing five beautiful lessons from lockdown. It's a little funner than the last episode we had, which was about the the sucky stuff. So this week, we're going to dive right in and talk about the fun stuff. Or better, fun, beautiful. Anyways, (laughs) the opposite side of that. So I don't know about you, but I started this year off with really high hopes. I felt like I was finally going to be able to make it, you know, create the habits that I wanted, lose the weight, start the business, just start being the 2.0 version of myself. And during the last few months of 2019, you know, I was really putting in a lot of effort. I was reading the books. I did a huge declutter of my house, just, you know, kind of prepping for, you know how every week you get to that one day where you're like, well, I haven't worked out yet all week. So you know what? I'm going to prepare to work out on Monday. Same thing happened at the end of 2019. Um, Yeah, I was just so excited. It felt like it was like finally going to happen. And, you know, I was just so pumped. Also, the Christmas season or Christmas holiday, that whole end of 2019 just felt really awesome. We had a great time with our families. And, you know, it just felt like the perfect ending to a rather crappy year. But it was great. We were traveling. We had a new car. We had a puppy. You know, I was ready for 2020. I was ready to take control and just get it. Um, and as we know, other things happened. <laughs> and, um, you know, this time could be taken very negatively because, you know, work stopped. One of the biggest things I really wanted to work on was actually like, you know, working on my acting career, booking more roles. Um, we had a new agent, just, I really, really wanted to make it all happen this year. And we even ended up going to, um, the ACTRA conference, which is this huge conference for, uh, people working for, um, the film and television union here in most of Canada. I think all the provinces other than Quebec are part of ACTRA. Anyways, we went to the one in Toronto in the end of February. We already started hearing about this thing called COVID, but it was kind of like one of those, like, whatever things. And, you know, we just felt great. I felt great. I was ready. I was so ready to take over the world. And then the world stopped. And at first, for the first few days, of course, my anxiety just, you know, the floodgates opened and I felt so hopeless. It felt like everything was going to be, you know, it literally felt like the end of the world. And... You know, as the days and weeks progressed, I started realizing that, no, this is, 
my 2020. This is the 2020. This is the year that I get to, you know, actually take control and do things my way in a very different way than I thought I would originally. Uh, but as the saying goes, energy flows where the mind goes. Um, I've heard Tony Robbins say this. I don't know if he was the original person who said it, but I'm just going to give Tony Robbins credit here. Um, yeah, so, you know, as soon as I let my anxiety have its place and started feeling better about, you know, what I was going to do during lockdown and while the world stopped, you know, I started trying to change habits. I started trying to do the things that I had planned. but my beliefs hadn't changed so nothing stuck and that's the thing if you don't believe something is possible or that you're able to do something at your deepest core that thing is not going to happen so i'm just going to say that quote again energy flows where the mind goes and that is so true and i kind of thought it was hokey in the beginning the first time i heard it and uh, I think Jason's grandfather had a saying, which was, if you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're right. And, you know, I just always pass it off as a cute saying. It's like, well, you know, you can white knuckle it through anything and, you know, get what you want and get the results. But the truth is, no, if your belief system doesn't change, if your beliefs don't change, no matter how hard you push yourself, things are not going to change. And this is why I am so thankful for time stopping, I guess. And by me literally being stuck by myself or with my husband, working on my dreams and goals, it made me face my beliefs. Because, you know, the habits and the physical systems that I was trying to put in place, they weren't working. And now that I look back, I know where I've been going wrong this whole time. And um, that takes me to the first lesson that I want to share with you, is that it takes strength to slow down or stop altogether. And when pretty much the worldwide lockdown happened, everybody freaked out. Because we're part of a society that celebrates the go, 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 the hustle, the push, you know. You burn out, man, you're, you're paying your dues. You're doing good. And, you know, we kind of look down on the people who need a break, want a break, actually are experiencing burnout. And, you know, it's like, well, they just weren't strong enough. And the truth is... It actually takes strength to stop. It takes strength to slow down. In a sense, this lockdown has been a blessing because it was a forced slowing down from outer circumstances, but I realized that I really needed to slow down and stop a few things altogether in my own life. By implementing that slowing down or stopping, I am all of a sudden realizing that I do not want to work for rest anymore. I rest because it fuels my work. And, you know, it's still something I'm struggling with daily, but 
there is so much beauty in flipping that belief system, I guess, where, you know, don't, don't praise the hustle. There is a place for hustle. Don't get me wrong, but the hustle only works if you have adequate rest as well. And the thing is, this is different for every single person. Some people only need five hours of sleep at night. Other people need closer to 10. And we need to know what we personally need. But we can't figure that out while we're constantly going. We need to actually stop, take inventory, and find what's working, find what's not working. Which takes me to point two, which is... Failure is a guide to success. Failure is a guide to success. I have learned that failure is not the end. Giving up is the end. Giving up is nothing to even do with failure. Failure is just finding out what doesn't work. And now I know that a lot of things that I've been doing in my life have not been working for me, have not been benefiting me. And, you know, the definition of an idiot is someone doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. Yeah, that's me. Totally me. Um, <laughs> something wouldn't work. And, you know, I kind of had this thing ingrained into me that if you keep doing something, you're going to get the outcome you want or, you know, work harder. You're just not working hard enough. And the truth is, yes, there are some things that you actually have to put a lot of effort into. But we really need to learn how to work smarter and not harder. Because, you know, if all you're doing is working hard and not actually taking a step back, looking at all the little pieces, all the parts, you know, the moving parts of this puzzle, you're just going to go and obliterate the whole thing and you will give up. And, you know, success takes time. Completing anything takes time. Throw out the whole idea that if something's worth doing, it's worth doing right or right the first time. That is one of the biggest lies that I think we are being fed. Because if something's worth doing, you're not going to get it right the first time. There's other ways of doing it than, you know, the tried and true way. Or, yeah, it's just there's, there's a lot to unpack with this. Maybe we will have a whole podcast on this one topic at one point but yeah it is just learning or figuring out what's not working for you and actually seeing if you can tweak something and make it work a different way um because you know something might work perfectly for one person but that system doesn't work for you and it doesn't mean that one is right and one is wrong it's just they're different and one thing that I find really cool about our generation is that we're actually questioning a lot of the ways that things are done, especially us as women. We don't have to do things in the traditional sense and we can still get the same outcomes. Yeah. And you know what? This doesn't even cover just women. It covers all jobs, all careers, all dreams, all successes. And I think we fall into the trap of thinking that there's only one tried and true way of making something work and then giving up on it before we find the way that works for us. It's a very interesting realization to have and one that I was very happy to have and learn during this time because I know very early on 
I realized that I did not want to go back to the way life was pre-lockdown. I always just felt stressed. I didn't feel like I was in control of my life at all. I felt like, you know, I would make a choice or make a plan and, you know, it would always fall through. I would try to schedule. I'd try the apps. I'd try the calendars. I'd do it all. But that system just wouldn't work for me. And I'm still trying to figure out what is working for me. But there is this pressure taken off. It's okay if I fail. I am starting to learn to love failure. And I love the saying, fail fast, fail often. It, you know, the more you do that, the quicker you get to that success, the quicker you can create another goal, the quicker you can start another prototype, whatever it is, you know, aim to fail, have your, you know, success in mind, but let yourself have fun with the failures. One thing that Jason and I have started doing is that when one of us fails at something or has a horrible day, or even if it's as simple as like a dish breaking or having... (laughs) to throw out rotten food we look at each other and we high five each other and we're like yes we failed we know this doesn't work this way and I think you know it's really helped us in our relationship it has really helped us stop stressing about the little things that really don't matter to us and it's just been a lot of fun and if we ever have kids I want to instill this into them to have fun and be willing to fail because it builds confidence. It builds a belief in yourself that, you know, you have what it takes. You just need to figure out a different way to do it. And this has really helped me with my next point, which is I can create my peace my way. For me, peace is my environment and how I feel in that environment, how that environment helps me move forward. I know that this might not be the same for you, and that is totally okay. This is just what peace, in a sense, means to me. It's very environment-based, I guess, (laughs) and it was really cool, kind of just as a quick backtrack. um, We are renting an apartment right now, and the landlord's been really awesome about letting us, you know, repaint and stuff like that, but we've never really set up our place. You know, we've never really decorated it the way we wanted to. We've always been like, well, it's too much money. We're going to be moving anyways, so what's the use? But we've both realized that by not feeling good in our environment, we actually want to do less. So we've really been putting effort into you know, getting little pieces, actually getting art. (laughs) We've never been ones to get art before, but we found some really awesome pieces. Nothing, you know, expensive or serious. These are like Ikea, HomeSense pieces, but pieces that we love. And just by putting them up, it is put this piece back into our home. And, you know, I love being home now. I love sitting in my living room. I know that this isn't, you know, something that's in alignment with everybody else out there. I know that for other people that I know, for them, peace is 
having their family over constantly, just being in the presence of their loved ones. It doesn't matter how cluttered or crowded the house is, you know, to them it's having certain people around. Other people, it's the more time they spend outside, the more peaceful they feel. And, you know, you need to find what works for you. You need to find what gives you that feeling of peace, that feeling that helps you want to get up in the morning, be in the place you're in. And, you know, it's kind of like your baseline where you work from. So that was a really fun lesson and one that I'm still working on because our bedroom still needs to be <laughs> tweaked a little bit. We're still intending on painting that. But yeah, like I'm, I guess I found a new little hobby. I like decorating my house. Eventually there's going to be more pictures up on social media, but you know, find something fun, find something that doesn't have to stress you out. But point number four, you don't have to do it all or you don't have to do it all at once. Delegating is amazing. Uh, one of the things that we've started doing is getting a meal subscription. I love cooking and baking sometimes and typically only when we are having company. You know, I love throwing together like huge decadent meals that are just, you know, spend hours cooking. I hate making food every single day. That to me is just, if I have to cook it, I'm not going to eat it. It's just, that's my kind of weird and that is okay. <laughs> so we just decided, you know, like if we want to succeed in our businesses or in our relationship or, you know, whatever it is, we needed to get a meal subscription and it has changed our lives. There were so many different choices out there. I highly suggest, even if it's just for one week, give one a try. Um, if one doesn't work for you, definitely try another one. There are, there's so many different styles. Um, one of our favorite ones right now, I'm not going to say the name because I still want to try a few of their other options, but it's actually like ready-made, ready-packaged food. Everything's recyclable and you just microwave it or you can throw it in your oven. The meals are delicious. They actually taste quite home cooked. They don't taste like TV dinners or anything. We actually tried TV dinners for a while and they just, they made us feel like crap, to be honest. <laughs> but yeah, like one other thing, you know, I really hate house cleaning and we've been talking about getting a housekeeper for a while. Of course, it's been a little tough with that one right now because we don't really have a lot of people coming into our home. And I'm still not certain about how the housekeeper, not laws are, but where that is right now with Ontario. But eventually I'm definitely getting a housekeeper. Like that would just alleviate even more stress off of me and help me put all of my attention into creating, which is what I want, which is what I'm good at. And I'm excited for the point in time when I can do that. So, you know, find the things in your life that you either don't want to do and delegate them or put them off and do them at a different time. So all of this is to say, which is my point five, 2020 is my year. It's not the year that I intended or wanted originally, not even close. And we are getting to the end of the year. I didn't lose that much weight. I did not get 
the habits I wanted. In fact, probably the opposite happened, especially with sleep. I'm not waking up earlier. I'm waking up a lot later than I wanted to. But my beliefs are changing. The core beliefs that have kept me in the certain thought loops and habits in the past are being broken. And that to me is exciting. And I'm just so excited to see where this grows and how this grows. And I know that I can channel my creative energy into any anything that I want in any direction. I can create the life I want. And no, it's not all going to happen tomorrow. It's not all going to happen next year. But I have the ability and the belief now that I know that I can do it, which is, uh, it just makes me so excited. <laughs> so this, you know, goes without saying, but my heart is filled with so much gratitude for the blessing this time has been. And I know we're not done yet. Um, like I said, like at this point in time, I don't know when, you know, they're going to say the pandemic's over or whatever, but I am so open and willing to learn, grow and change. And I know I can. I can become the badass boss bitch that I know is inside of me. And I know you can do the same thing. So go kill it because you can. And if you are struggling with your old belief systems and stuff, girl, that's amazing. Like you realizing that, like, oh, that's so good. Listen to podcasts, read books, journal about it. Try something different. Like just you can change that belief in yourself. And you know what, like listen to podcasts, read books, but you have to figure out how it works for you. And the cool thing is, is you have everything that you need inside of you. So you go get it. Happy rest of 2020. <laughs> I've already put up my Halloween decorations, even though Thanksgiving comes first here in Canada. I'm just ready to celebrate any holiday and be completely over this summer because it's been nuts and insanely hot. Yeah, even if we end up having another lockdown and won't be able to physically be with our families, I am choosing to let this time of the year infect my being with seasonal holiday happiness. And we start with thankfulness and the spooks. So I'm going to go enjoy some time in my living room. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your day, evening, whatever time it is where you are you're awesome and badass and you got this i love you thanks for hanging out with me today i hope the rest of your day is as badass as you are if you could go rate review and share this episode with someone who needs it i would love you forever and they probably would too anyways now go and be your awesome self bye